Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Beth. And this is Booze. Hi, Beth. Hey, Ben. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing really good. Awesome. So, starting with all the most important questions. Yes. What are you drinking? I like the way that looks. Yeah, it's really pretty. Okay, so this would be my take on a strawberry mint mojito, but with vodka. But with vodka. Yeah, that's what we... That's my thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's delicious. It's good. It's very pink. It, yeah, it's a little pink. Yeah. But that's okay. What about you? I made an old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and bought some High West bourbon whiskey, which is, uh, I like whiskey a lot. Um, I have probably way too many bottles of it. And I get old fashions a lot, like at restaurants where we go out. And I've never tried to make one for myself mm-hmm. because 75% of the time they're good. And then 25% of the time they're very bad. Sure. Um and I'm pretty sure I was going to make the 25% of the time very bad ones, and I didn't. So what's it, in it? Um, so it's whiskey, mm-hmm. aromatic bitters, uh, simple syrup, an orange slice, and I put more whiskey in it because I wanted more whiskey. It's a good-looking orange slice. It is a good-looking orange slice, almost yeah. like it came from someone's garden. <laughs> it might have come from the tree in my backyard. Yeah, and... Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a whiskey taste to it, but it doesn't have like all the burn and all the hate for people who don't like bourbon at all. Like some people like the burn. Like you, I love the burn. I actually, it's it's. I like the taste of alcohol. Okay. So all right. I know I know that's strange, but, yes, but I bit. do. It's all right. Everybody awesome. has their thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I have like twenty bourbon bottles under my cabinet, and for some reason I decided I needed to go buy another one today just for this reason. <laughs> I'm glad we are uh, we are helping your cause. Yes, that's, yeah. It, yeah, 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 books and booze. Sure, it's almost like those are my causes. <laughs> it's a good reason. It's a good reason. So, what have you been reading? Okay, so last time we talked about um, the amount of time it was taking me to finish Sarah's quilt. Yes. Yeah, and I think I mentioned that it, um, it was you know, A, an exceptionally long period of time, which is, you know, super abnormal. Um, I think I mentioned it was like 400 pages. It's not. It's like closer to 800. So, hey, I feel way better that I, like, you know, wasn't a complete loser and took forever. But I get this feeling of freedom about you. Yeah. Like maybe you finished it. I did finish it. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I finished it. And, you know, on my Kindle, it shows, you know, the percentage read, which is, you know... Any avid readers, you know, if you're reading it in a hardcover book, I would always flip forward to see how many chap, you know, how many pages left in my chapter. Everybody does that. Um, I find a weird satisfaction when I see the percentages tick away. In that book, like they weren't ticking away. It was like I was. The numbers always need to go up. Yeah, it was in some alternate universe. So when it started getting into the 80s, I was like, home stretch, people, let's do this. And then I think at the 84 percent mark, which. Please don't let this deter you from reading it. I was like, uh-huh, let's do this. This was a good book. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So it caught you. So like from like that last 16%. It got real. It got yeah. really... I'm like, I mean, I've seen some previews or reviews rather of this book and people are like, man, she just can't win. And she can't. Let's be, let's call it the, a day. Like so, Sarah. Sarah. Or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Sarah. Sarah can't win. Um, she. I mean, she is a tough lady and kept getting getting knocked down at eighty four percent. It got crazy. Um, yeah, and and I really don't want to ruin it. I know it, we talked about like it last. When she like learned karate and fought back. Or? She didn't learn. No, this was not a karate oh. situation. But uh, her nephew did something really pretty terrible, and uh, you know. There's death involved, right? So just high-level overview recap. We talked about it last time. Yes. But just what was Sarah's quilt about again? Just the, the Yeah, so sequel in the series of These Is My Words. These, the, right. the, yep, the, the first book there. saying that right. 
that I know it, it is that's the proper title. Um, Sarah is uh, a, a woman in the early 1900s in Arizona, like locally, Phoenix here, which is why uh, that was you know caught my eye. Um, Sarah's quilt is the is uh, the second in the trilogy, so there is another one, people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So starts when she's young, and the second book was about her um, as a uh, widower, which doesn't you know that it's not a. a spoiler alert or anything uh and it walks through kind of raising her children and hardships on on her land and whatnot um and then it ends with um yeah some pretty bad destruction and people trying to uh cheat her out of her land and kill her cattle and and bag things so um yeah, it, it got really, it got good. I do not want to ruin the end. Where in Arizona? Uh, in Phoenix. It's in Phoenix. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And then down to Tucson and back and forth. So Okay, Yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's so true. I finished. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I know, where's my trophy? Music, your personal Everest mm-hmm. uh, made out of ink and pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you going to dive right into the third one? Uh, I'm going to take, take a break. Is the third one written? Like, is it, it, is is. it done? It's yeah. out? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I actually looked up that author, and she's been authoring for a while. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You know, she has a lot of books, and I wasn't I wasn't sure if there was if I actually wasn't sure by looking at the page if, if she was still alive or not. Because I know she was an older lady with the last correct book published yeah. correct. So do you know if she's still writing, or if she has more to do after? I don't know if she's still writing. Yes, she was um, definitely a uh, more tenured author. Yeah, yeah, she had she had a career. I mean, I because I hadn't heard of her until last week, and I looked her up after, and I added her to our Goodreads page, um, and she had a lot of books Mm -hmm. to her name, Mm -hmm. and they all they all seemed kind of hardcore in their own way, Mm -hmm. like like life and struggles, and you know, a lot of it seemed really interesting. Yeah, I actually. I might give one of them a shot. Yeah, it was uh, definitely not my norm, but it was. Well, you there's know. no World War II in it. I yeah. yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, it's good. We will. <laughs> What'd you just finish? I just finished the Boy Who Drew Monsters. Mm. Um, uh, I this is one I don't do this to you every time, but I really I need you to read this one because yep. mm-hmm. um, I need to talk in a spoiler specific fashion in some way with somebody. Okay. I really liked it. I. Uh, I had some problems with just a couple small things, um, and, and, and no book is ever perfect. It did take a while, not like Sarah's quit, quilt a while, but it took a while to get to the part where all the terrible stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I, I was, there's so much anxiety and everything was building up to the terrible stuff mm-hmm. that is going to happen in this book that I really wanted to get there. And it might've almost been like, okay, I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like everything is creepy. Everything is scary um, about this, but I really wanted to get there. So quick recap. I talked about it last time as well uh, as a, uh, a young child right. um, with uh, uh, special needs. He has, um, somehow has the ability when he draws pictures like yep. things happen right when when he draws them and does this take place in modern time or it is takes this... place in modern time uh-huh. it's up in maine okay uh, portland maine okay um very specifically uh lives on the water ever since he almost drowned as a child um he's had kind of these special abilities sure and he he's torturing his mom like non-stop 
but there's also like this through line that he really really loves her mm-hmm. but he's also really really torturing her the father won't listen like on to purpose mom. like he wants her to it, be it in bed fe- it okay. feels that way okay. it feels like he's he's doing stuff to very specifically torture her like she's out christmas shopping at one point and he's basically making drawings that her Christmas shopping will go horrible and she'll feel bad. And like she gets a horrible bloody nose like while walking around in the store. And he's writing things in the pictures that are appearing on the walls in the bathroom while she's got a bloody nose. And he's just torturing her, making You're like, her hey, life kid, miserable. Um, could you write me um, or draw the lotto winning yeah. number? Yeah. <laughs> it's like could, something could we, joyous. Could we use our powers for good instead <laughs> yeah. of for evil. Man. And first off, kids are creepy. Yeah. Totally. Any way you look at Absolutely. it. If you have a child and they've ever stood over you at three o'clock in the morning and not said anything because they why don't wake they you say up, anything? Why don't they say anything? I it's awful. I've I've had that happen to me with my kids. Um and so that's that this kid is that just personified. He's okay. he's all those moments all the time. I mean, do you want this kid to die at the end of the story? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh because I it's it's hard not here not to to learn like where our boundaries are and not give things away. Yes, uh, there is a very specific twist in this story. Okay, that I'm usually pretty good. I can I can see stuff coming mm-hmm. from from a mile away. Like the, the big one of all time is the movie The Sixth Sense. Yes, fifteen minutes in that movie, I was like, oh, Bruce Willis is dead. Like I I figured that out. See, at, no, at the end I was like, what? Yeah, and, yeah. and that's usually kind of how I am. I don't know why. I wish I I wasn't. This I didn't see coming. Okay, not even close. Okay, uh, it was, had a really interesting ending. Uh, almost to the point to where I don't know if he necessarily left it open for a sequel because he wrote this book in 2014. Okay. He released another book last year, I think. It was Keith Donahue who wrote it. Um, he he could write more stories about JP, the, the kid that was the main character. And, you know, I think he goes a lot of places. Like I said, it kind of maybe goes a little too long mm-hmm. he goes a little uh, goes to some places to almost like distract you okay like there's a religious through line like the mom is going to the church because she's talking to the pastor and the pastor's like well this is the boy you know basically is he possessed like, right why'd you say demons why are you talking about ghosts and he's always with her there's a lady that works there's the housekeeper and she's from either japan or china i don't i don't quite remember and she starts talking about their like folk tales with ghosts. So these and people are trying to like, like save the kid like, or fix him, or save her. Oh, like it's okay. it take like and the the lady, uh, um, uh, the, the housekeeper. She also has Aspergers because this is because the boy has Aspergers. Okay, about halfway through the book, they they kind of go more into that. Um, and so she wants to talk to him, and she wants to see if she can, you know, help help him, and you know, like be a voice of guidance for him. Sure. But then there is his best friend Nick. Right, and you mentioned him. Nick gets left alone with JP for a week because Nick's parents, which sound like amazing people, <laughs> go on a cruise for a week during Christmas and leave their son alone. Hey, yeah. that's. Yeah. Terrible. Hey, we want to escape the snow and go on a nice cruise. Take the and kid it's with you. Time, and we don't love you, maybe, because uh, that's how I would I would uh, think. Um, all right. Yeah. And so JP spends the entire week torturing Nick, like in horrible ways. Happy holidays. Um, because <laughs> right. Nick lost his baby brother. Okay. Um, uh, he he was stillborn, mm-hmm. and so JP always makes almost like. Ask some questions, almost like in a prodding, joking way. 
And then he, before they both go to bed, he draws a bunch of demon babies. And those demon babies climb the house and start screaming Nick's name or screaming at Nick in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. until JP tears up the picture. And it's just, that's it, that kid's life for a week. And it's, it's, and it's written in such a way to where it's like, not like sci-fi channel type Mm -hmm. of like, it's a little over the top, but it's, it's very almost like, is this happening? Is it, is it completely psychological or did he really see that? Is it like uncomfortably funny? It's not funny. Okay. It is uncomfortable, uh-huh. but there's no point to where. But you know anything, what I'm saying, right? Yes, like, yes. Sometimes you're like, "This is crazy," and I'm super uncomfortable. Yeah. And let me just laugh because I have no other emotion. Right so now. yes, it could, it could, it could okay. definitely be that. Okay. Um, and then there's a couple things in this book. So talking about one of the things that I don't like that authors do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, at least twice in the book, where it made absolutely no sense and did nothing for the story. Uh, three times that I can think of, there were these insane sexual overtones. Mm-hmm. So we're in this um, story about demons and like crazy demon babies and monsters in the forest. And then there would just be a paragraph that could have been out of a book that you would have bought at the grocery store counter. Mm. And then it just goes away from that. Mm-hmm. And you'll understand what I mean when you read okay. it. And I just, that's a, because it just, because it's unnecessary. It didn't do anything. Yeah. And it's like, and it didn't make any sense. And it wasn't like a plot line. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them kind of was, but you didn't need it for the plot line. Like you could, you could have explained it in a very different way. But, um, but highly recommend the book overall if you like thrillers, like, uh, if you like psychological stuff, if you like like Stephen King books, you okay. know things like that, it would it would do really well. And again, I I found this book because uh, Goodreads suggested after I read the book Bird Box, right? And uh, similar but different, mm-hmm. um, but still s- still really good and really enjoyable. I mean, I I plowed through that book because cool. I like every interruption like at home when I was trying to read was was annoying because it, it seemed like every word I left on was a cliffhanger. Like that was how that was going to be. Well, the last week when you were talking about the book, um, and I think I told you the other day, you just what you told us um, about the premise of the story, that night I absolutely had a dream about that very same thing. Somebody drawing a picture and that really creepy story coming true. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. my first nightmare of the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> um, the worst part is, is this guy, Keith Donahue, had time to think about it. Sure. So he will he will probably have worse things than what you dreamed. Yeah. Because some enough. of it was really bad. Okay. Some of it was really bad. Okay. So what are you reading next? Um, <clears throat> well, actually, um, so after I climbed Mount Everest and finished Sarah's Quilt, I actually read... Mount Bookerist? Yeah, Mount Bookerist. No. Uh, the Tattooist of Auschwitz, I mentioned... So you already got it. So I, yeah, I got yeah. it um, on Monday or Tuesday. Um, it's and, Friday now. Yeah, it's Friday now, and I, so I plowed through it. Um, yeah, five stars. Holy moly! Really? Love the book. Yes, no. Heather Morris is the author. Was it what we thought about? It? Was it about someone who tattooed it the is, numbers? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So. Um, I mentioned this the other day. I don't know what my attraction so much to World War II and and you know, uh, you know the concentration camps. Clearly, horrible, horrific, yeah. gross. You know, every emotion in the book is you know it can be explained there. Um, and I don't know if the word interested is correct or fascinated. 
Um, but I read these stories, and this, you know, this one, right, you know, I finished it this morning at 5 a.m. because that's how much I loved this book. I woke up really to plow through it. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Is that weird? Is that weird that I have like a fascination? No, I don't. I don't okay. think so. Um, you know, I like a lot of World War II stuff as well. I I only started getting into like the human interest side of the stories mm-hmm. because of because of you. Yeah. Because you had me read. Um, I think like one of the first ones was the Silent Patient, or there's uh, the, no Pledge of Silence. Pledge of Silence. The Silent Patient <laughs> is a thing though, and I don't remember what it was. Yeah, that's yeah. also on our Goodreads, and we will be reading okay. that one. It's I think that's a horror book. So okay, please cool. do not confuse the, the two. two, or do and get mad at us. Yeah. Um, so it was Silent. No, no. Pledge of Pledge of Silence. <laughs> Pledge of Silence. I'll get there. Yeah. Um, Pledge of Silence. Like that was maybe one of the first ones, mm-hmm. or um, there was there was another another one that you had me read. I'm, I'm blanking on it. it was okay. there was a couple of volumes that were like just massive, yeah. like three books. Yeah. And they all had to like to do something like the Pillars of Sky or some weird uh-huh. thing like that. Those were good. And they had some World War II stuff in there. And that yeah. was I think the first time. I'm. Just, those are the Ken Follett books. Those are the Ken Follett books. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We I'm, could also talk about those too. But those. Yeah. Pillars. Remember of the Earth. when Beth wasn't prepared last week? <laughs> That's me. Um, so, um, but I've always been big into World War II history. Mm-hmm. Like, I've watched all the colorized documentaries that they did. Okay. And, you know, all the stuff about uh, the Third Reich, mm-hmm. um, like the weapons of Auschwitz, like, uh, not the weapons of Auschwitz, the weapons of uh, the Luftwaffe, like they're developing crazy, like, mm-hmm. experimental mm-hmm. weapons, um, how they brought a bunch of the German scientists over to the U.S., you know, after that was oh, that was done, you know, to work on the space program and rockets, because World War II, uh, wars, wars advanced countries, right? Sure. So our technology advanced um, in tremendous ways, you know, during World War II, um, and I think your fascination with it might, with the people might be mine because we're all different people because of the wars our grandparents went through. Yeah. Because my, my oh, grandparents, of course. my grandparents were, were in World War II. Um, my dad's dad was, my mom's dad was, um, my uncles and everything were, I'm sure there was a lot in your yep. family yep. also. Yep. And we're products of that. And I think that's kind of where we came yeah, from. Yeah. I, I would definitely say, um, the people, the, the, the human interest story, if you mm-hmm. will, is, um, absolutely fascinating. And I think the other component is because of the history is so incredibly messed up. It almost feels like it shouldn't be real. Like, I guess that's the best way for me to describe it. So, um, yeah. Okay. So we could talk about this clearly forever. No, no. <laughs> but and, and, uh, we'll just, I guess I get about my fascination with it, but I want to tell you about this book because do it. Clearly, I'm excited. I plowed through it. I loved it. Um, after I finished, so this is, um, I was like, what else has this author written? Okay. Okay. Um, so there will be a sequel to this book. It's supposed to hit the shelves um, in October of this year. So I cannot wait uh, to read it because it was fantastic. So here's the story. Um, and stop me at any time if you feel like I'm giving you too much information. Okay. So um, there was uh, this young boy, his name was Lael, um, who uh, was who grew up and was Jewish, of course. Um, and in this story, they, in his town, they basically said any, any, um, any individual over 18 um, that is able needs to basically volunteer to go to these work camps. If not, then they're going to be forced and, or killed or you know bad things are going to happen. So he, as an upstanding individual, is like, I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to be the one to volunteer because you know my brother should be the one going, but he's got a family. So he goes, he volunteers, he packs away his, um, he dresses in a suit, like looks good, 
um, tailored, you know, what have you, good, good upbringing, gets on a train, ultimately arrives um, a couple of days later in Auschwitz. Mm. So this was not like camp to camp. He went straight to the big one, yeah. the bad one. Um, obviously, I don't need to tell you the story about what probably happens next. All of his possessions are taken away. He's stripped down, uh, demeaned in every way possible, um, and then goes to the bunks. And obviously, the starvation begins. But during this time, he starts... Um, or I should back up a little bit, when he's on the train, in, or cattle car, cattle call, cattle car, if you will, um, he is just so positive. And all of the people are like, why are you so positive right now? And he basically just says, listen, like, I don't have control over this outcome right now. The only thing I basically have control over is my attitude. That was basically the premise. What? Yeah, crazy. So he's the one positive guy on, on the train. They arrive there. Um, he's made friends with these people because he's such a good person. Um, fast forward, he gets transferred to a handful of different uh, work assignments. And then ultimately, because he speaks five languages fluently, um, he becomes the tattooist and, and joins kind of the rank. So, yeah. Oh, so he's the tattooist. He's so the, Lael is the tattooist. Lael, the, the, the Jewish-born kid mm-hmm. who was made, who was put into the concentration camp. Yes. Is the one. Yeah. Wow. So, and he somewhat volunteers for this job because, you know, um, and he's calling it defiling, you know, human mankind because um, he said he would do a better job and, and care for these people better than somebody else. Wow. He said if the job has to be done, he wants to do it as, you know, it's humanely as possible that's heavy super heavy so obviously everybody that comes through the camps um has to get numbers on them um so you know he he does all that ultimately he he makes quite a few friends and is um making the best out of every situation um for that he ends up finding um a young lady who he he kind of falls with um and he you know he the way that he approaches women in general uh, i think was probably before his time and people you know yeah the the one guard was saying why are you being so kind to this woman and why are you doing this and he's like Lael the main character said don't you know how to treat a woman you know you have to you know you have to talk to her you have to ask her questions you know women like fresh picked flowers they like chocolate and and the the Nazi guard said no they don't and you know I don't care basically what they think and Lael's like you have no idea you son of a whatever wow yeah so um kind of fast forward what have you he he gets more and more you know rights and freedom uh throughout the camp um and ultimately he starts um he finds a way to kind of create a black market if you will in the camp okay selling what um so he has his lady friend now that he wants. And, of okay. course, they're not being fed, really. Everybody's yeah. kind of dying of starvation or what have you. So um, through all of this, he finds all the confiscated jewels or clothing, whatever it might be, that are taken when people arrive at camp. They go to this one room called the Canada Room. I actually have no idea why it's called the Canada Room, but it was. Okay. Um, he knows some of the women that are working there and basically says, smuggle me out jewels, jewelry, gems, whatever you can in small baskets. He's going to put it in his tattoo bag right so he carries his tattoo bag all around camp it basically gives him quite a few rights that most of the other prisoners don't have he ultimately meets um some two outsiders that work in the village but um are actually building some of the crematoriums which we'll get to that in a minute um befriends them they start smuggling items in 
what he wants. He wants chocolate. He wants food, sausages, and and he Lael provides you know the gems or what have you. Mm-hmm. So payment, and then Lael starts passing out food to really sick patients um, or hungry patients to his girlfriend, chocolate. So he's this guy's got some street cred, right? He's 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 got a business going on basically. So Lael's a superhero. He's amazing. Like in his own way. He's amazing. And again, to back up, true story. Yes. Okay. There's um yes. So this is a historical fiction. So it's based on a true story, taken okay. with some liberties okay, here. Fair. Okay. Um. So yes, this part was um him, you know, kind of making those uh, passing out food or what have you was was obviously true. To what extent, I don't know. That could have been part of the author's, you know, free reign, sure, if you will. Sure. Um, his, his girlfriend gets sick with, um, typhus, um, and is almost going to die. He gets penicillin brought in part of the smuggling. So he's taking care of the, the camp, if you will. Um, so crazy, right? So this one guy is doing his best to take care of thousands of displaced Jews that have been put in the most Thousands. That, yeah, that, and he's incredible. Yeah. And he's upbeat the entire time. And yeah, you go back to his positivity yeah. because if I don't do this, no one else will. Totally. And I have to. Totally. I can't control this. So, all right. Okay. So, um, there, yeah, so it keeps going. His girlfriend, um, whose name is Gita, um, she's the one that was, was sick, got the penicillin, ultimately got better. She's got a great group of girlfriends. Um, and ultimately, one of those, which I thought that this part was really interesting for me, uh, one of her girlfriends was like an absolute stunning beauty. And they commented on her long brown hair, like, you know, silky, and they, they put quite a bit of emphasis on that. I thought, I thought all of the people when they entered into camps, they're, they had to shave they had their, their head shaved, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. So apparently not. Apparently, um, the, the upon inspection, the really, really pretty ones or the ones that had beautiful hair, if they were, you know, um, kind of a hot commodity, if you will, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the senior... German soldiers um, basically tasked them and said, leave them be. Double gross, actually. Super horrible, oh, nasty. Wow. This one, her, one of her best friends, becomes one of those those women. Um, ultimately, she becomes the main um, commander um, kind of thing. Girlfriend, for lack of a better term. Like, made into that. Like, whatever mm-hmm. that word would be. Prisoner. Yes, there you go. Bed so, like, prisoner. Yeah, let's call yeah. it that. Oh. Yeah, pretty gross. So, um so I'm going to read you one one kind of thing that I wrote down there, and then and then we can move along. But he, um, this I thought was like super powerful, um, and this is Silka. So this is the the young woman who's with essentially the, with the long, with the long hair. beautiful okay. hair, okay. Uh, and that's the sequel, by the way, is written, is about her. Oh, okay. Um, she said, "His eyes seem to see nothing. This a man whose soul has died and whose body is waiting to catch up with it." It's like oh. oh. So that was like, what? This is crazy. I had, yeah, that one was just, that was just pretty. So uh, do I need to read this one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll read yeah. this one. Cause that, I mean, I could keep going, but clearly I don't want to ruin it you're, for you're anybody. Ob- you're obviously very passionate about it. Yeah. So I'm thinking, In a weird way. And yeah. again, I don't want people to think that I've got this like crazy weird obsession. Cause I'm but not you like, do. I mean, I am demented in many, many ways, but like, you know, let's set the record straight. Horrible, 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 horrible time. None of it is justified. It's gross, but I find a very strong uh, fascination well, with it. I think this one's cool because it's how someone found the good and the bad. You know, the light and the dark and all that stuff. Totally. And that's that's what those are real human beings, and they were surrounded by monsters. 
monsters. Right. So monsters. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, loved it. That's cool. Yeah. What about you? So I actually just finished reading another book that I want to talk about very, very briefly. Okay. Um, this is, is this the, the sequel? No, this is the nerd segment. No, I'm reading a sequel to a book that okay. we talked about, but this is the nerd segment. I just actually finished reading a book called uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Pixels? Mm-hmm. By a guy named Jason Schreier. It almost sounded like you said pickles. No, pixels with an <laughs> X. Um, it is a book about video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a way that even might interest you, um, if, if you were to read it, it's about um, large software companies mm-hmm. and how their employees are treated when they're creating like these massive million-dollar properties and how... Uh, like when, hey, this game needs to be released on August 1st and it's now June 5th, you need to work in like 22-hour days. You live here and You live here, you don't leave, you, you sleep. We're going to hire uh, 200 extra people for crunch time and uh, get this thing finished. And by the, t- the day after the game ships, mm-hmm. we're going to lay off 600 of you. Um, and you don't have jobs. And it's, it's this side of the game industry... Um, that I wasn't aware of. It's so true. It's oh, it's true. Yeah, it's actually uh, this guy Jason Schreier uh, writes for a uh, website called Kotaku, and he wrote a book. What? Kotaku. It's Kotaku. A, it's, a, it's a yeah. It's a Japanese word that means something, which I don't remember what it is. Okay. Um, but it's, it's it's a journalist site. It's a new site. Got um, it. It's a, it's a, you wouldn't know. I'm not but it's a very very get it very with my large. Vogue no, magazine. No, no, okay. no. You're not. Okay. Um, it's a very large site. Um, okay. And it's it's pieced together through interviews for people that worked for these different companies. And all the chapters are broken up by uh, different games, right? Mm. So, like, this game, and here's what went on in the studio during this time. And the disparity about, like, how some studios treat their employees compared to others. Do they call out studios? Oh, hard, hardcore. Oh. Like, they absolutely call out some studios. Um, and, and they should, because yeah. there's a big thing in the video game industry right, right now for uh, video uh, game employees to unionize. And and they, they it, it very much appears that they should. Do you want to tell everybody what shirt you're wearing right now? I am wearing a shirt that says uh, Nintendo 1985 on it. Um, I am wearing Mega Man socks. That means nothing to Beth, but they're Mega Man socks on me right now. So this stuff's important. I also okay. work for a very large software company yeah. that treats its employees very well. Um, so this is kind of it's 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 very interesting okay. to, to see this and like um, you know and it's. I read this because of one. I really like video games. Two, I work for a software company, and then three recently in the news, uh, there's this company uh, called Activision. Okay. Um, massive video game company. I'll say a video game. You probably know that I've heard the name of a Call of Duty or World of Warcraft. Yes. Uh, they own the company that makes that. Okay. Um, they just laid off. Uh, uh, I don't remember what percentage of the workforce it was. But it was like 800 people. Right, they just laid off 800 people. They also recorded record profits that year, and a few days before they laid off those 800 people, they paid their CFO a 15 million dollar bonus. That sounds fair, right? Yeah, it's, it sounds super fair. Um, Are these so, all these companies like complete dirtbags? It turns out, yeah. It turns oh. out, yeah. And it's it's really, uh, I've given a lot of these companies my money sure. you know, to play this stuff. So uh, the book was awesome. I know he's writing another book. I don't I don't know the topic uh, mm-hmm. of, the, of the second book, but if it's anything like this, I mean, he did such a great job. So does it read like a story or does it read like, like a news article? Uh, it reads like a story because hmm. he's, he does he does a really good job um, like telling the stories of the people like who are involved. Like there's a, a chapter on a, a game called Stardew Valley. Okay. Which was made by one guy. Um, it's made a ridiculous amount of money and it's like the story of how he 
was obsessed with what he wanted to do and how he wanted to do it and like like social anxieties that he had anxieties about getting the, the, the thing done and it's it's almost like a story of him like just overcoming like all his anxiety to, right. to get this this amazing product out which he's made just a fortune on and, and which he deserves because I own the game and it's it's, it's great what's the game uh, called Stardew Valley Stardew Stardew uh-huh. Valley I know you're gonna go buy it tomorrow I'm I don't even very... like I, 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 yeah uh, yeah I know I blacked um, out. Yeah, I know. I know. It's fine. But it's, 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 again, it's about people like okay. overcoming stuff. And, you know, it gives a good eye on where your money goes and, okay. and who you support products like that. So that, that was really good. And I okay. just want to give that a shout out. Sure. Um, but what I'm reading is I'm reading A Bad Deal for the Whole Galaxy by Alex White. I finished uh, uh, The Big Ship at the End of the Universe mm-hmm. not that long ago. This is the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, so something interesting happened with this one. One, I, I'm, I'm way into the book, um, as in, like, I really enjoy it. I'm about 45 to maybe half percent halfway through. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's a, it's a longer book. Um, Is it going to take you five weeks like mine? <laughs> no, no, I'll probably be done by, by the end of the week, okay. or by the end of next week, or middle of next week. Um, and I have a lot of time this weekend to read, so I'm really hoping to get into it. He's just really good at character development. Um, I, you know, he, he spends a lot of time uh, with women characters, mm-hmm. uh making them like like tough and like there's there's you can tell that it, like equality is a really big part of what he wants to do because okay. you know the, the men and the women are equal uh he's he and he he writes he writes from mostly the women's point of view main characters and he does that exceptionally well um this book he's taken the characters and kind of split and split them all up so they're not together they're interacting with others so they all have kind of separate stories mm-hmm. and they feel very cohesive to one another mm-hmm. um to where I really just get into to the writing into the universe that that he is building much much like the first book like to, it's hard to say I don't know if he views like one of his as the main character but either Boots or a character named Nyla is is his main character they're both like the co-main characters I don't okay. know um who's going to win the best supporting actress role that would be real tough mm. uh, Orna Orna is an actually another character Orna Orna okay. female okay um uh, she's super tough. Is this um, movie worthy? Uh, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different can of worms. Mm-hmm. N- I hate movies based on books mm-hmm. because the book is... Always better. Always, 100% yeah. of the time. Always. It would be really tough. This is... I want them to be able to take enough time with it. So it's almost like, would this be Netflix series worthy? Where they could do like two seasons of 12 episodes each because they'd actually be able to dig into the character development and give the respect to the universe that the guy has obviously spent. Yeah. But by the guy, I mean the author. Sure. To be disrespectful. Um, the author has spent just so much time thinking about how it works, how the different planets work, how the governments work, how the politics on each planet work, how the intergalactic planet policy, politics works. And he, he has spent time. Um, and it's it's very impressive, like okay. how much time he spent into it. But the strange thing that happened with this is um, I'm an Audible member. Mm-hmm. I do listen to audiobooks. I read a lot more than I listen. But I opened up my Audible, and it's like, hey, you're reading mm-hmm. uh, a bad deal for the whole galaxy. Do you w- want to add on the Audible narration for like nothing? I mean, it was I remember what it was, but it was super inexpensive. Like, yes, please. And I was like. Well, 
I'd like to try that. I've Who, never... Is there like a famous author or, or famous actor that reads? No, oh, okay. no. I, I I feel bad. I'm I'm going to pick up my phone. I normally would never do this. Her, she's very good. She's a very good narrator. So interesting. Um, it is told in a woman's perspective. Yes, okay. Charlotte Blacklock. Okay. Um, Charlotte Blacklock Lock is is the narrator, and she does just a wonderful job. In fact, now when I'm reading the book. I'm kind of reading it in her voice, oh, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I can kind of, because she does different voices for the characters, and I can hear it. Um, but I thought, sure, I'll give, it, I'll give it a shot. I've never done the uh, Kindle and Audible like mix mm-hmm. before, and so this week on the days that uh, I, I carpool quite a bit, on the days that I haven't, I didn't carpool, I would listen to the book on my drive in. And then on my lunch break or whatever, I'd open my Kindle and it would, it would just say, it's cheating in the coolest way. (laughs) And it would say, do you want to sync to the last page you listened to? Jeez. And yes, I do. And it's right there. And so I read 30 pages at lunch or whatever, 45 pages at lunch. And then I get back in my car and it opens up. It's like, do you want to sync to the last page you read on your, on your Kindle just a little bit ago? And yes, I do. And it's just continuous. Okay, the world just got op- got big. It was you got to raise your goal now. It was cool. I might have to. Well, I don't know if it's financially feasible. Sure, fair because enough. Because I uh, I know you use uh, you do the library a I lot. Do. I I buy ninety five percent of my books. Most of that is in patience. Yeah. Like when I say like if I had to open Libby up and mm-hmm. say hey um, I want to wait. I want to get this book. And it was like, you have to wait six weeks. No. I waited six months for this last one. Yes. Yeah, I, I, no, that's, that's not who I am. That's not how I live. And that's, that's not what I'm looking for in life. So you're probably not good with, um, like surprises too, huh? Mm-mm. You don't do good with surprises. Mm-mm. No, I don't get to do good with surprises. Mm-hmm. Uh, proper English. Do good. Do well. <laughs> I always remember. Sorry, English teachers when, out when, there. Yeah. When say, Are you doing good? No. Super, you, you know, Superman does good. Does good. Does you do good. well. Yeah. You do well. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, and of course, I had a nerdy reference to, yes, to, to end it. Mm-hmm. So I, it's the cool. It's just the coolest thing. All right. Now, okay. Uh, whatever it was, nine to ten bucks to add on, and the book was like fifteen. I do. Am I going to spend? 25 bucks, 35, 30 bucks on every book. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. but was this worth it? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, absolutely. And I've really, really enjoyed it. And it's like, I can't read, read while I drive, though I've seen people do that. Um, I have done it before, but I, oh. yeah, but to be fair, I was at a red light. I think that totally counts. Mm, it counts and, as illegal. Yeah. Well, and here's the deal. Um, this is pre-Kindle days. So this is like straight up. I was reading a book, like mm-hmm. uh, flip the page mm-hmm. while I'm at the red light book. Yeah, I was that person. Okay. But you know what? To be fair, I've seen people eat like cereal in their car. Yes. So yeah, me too. like reading a book's not as dangerous as that. Or putting on mascara. Okay. You crazy women. You're, you're, you're all taking your eye off the road. I will give you a little bit of a pass <laughs> for doing it at a red light. But any of those things, you're fair taking okay. your eyes off the all right. road. All right. All right. All right. Um, and so I'm, I'm very excited to finish that book. I'm, okay. I'm, I... If I get some time over the weekend, uh, I might uh, I might finish that up, and then I am going to read Freefall. Oh yes, by uh, Jessica Berry. You told me about this. Yes, um, I don't know a ton about this book. Yep. Um, obviously, because yep. I haven't read it. Um, it was one to where the uh, 
I was in uh, Barnes and Noble and I was flipping through uh, books. It was on one of the tables. I don't know if it's I don't remember if it's brand new. I think it's recent. Okay. But it was like on the ones like, hey, we want we want people to see yep. this book. Yep. Um, and I opened up the jacket cover and it was just like she'd been in a plane crash, um, but she knew they were still coming to kill her because of her secrets. And I closed that and was like, and I'm gonna read that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it sounds really it sounds really cool. So uh, I'm looking forward to talk about that next time. Excellent. What are you reading next? Uh, so I told you guys last week I'm gonna. Um, I haven't started, but I will start today. Uh, abandon. So right. Yes. 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 Blake Crouch. So. And you're going on vacation. I am. So you're gonna have reading time. Yeah, and so I'm gonna probably have to find a pretty terrible beach read because I think that's like your passage that yeah. you should be doing on, uh-huh. on vacation. Yeah. So. Um, abandon is not a beach read. No, but it's, you know I'll I'll fly through it and I'll maybe get a couple other good ones. So yeah. stand by for for what I'm reading next. Like if you were going to a snowy cabin in the woods by yourself and there was a power outage, then you could read abandon there. That's the type of vacation you read abandon on, okay. but not on the beach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll find something a bit more light humored. <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Final question. Yeah. What kept you from reading this week? Oh, my God. So, can we talk about kindergarten homework for a minute? No. Oh. Yep. What the what? Mm-hmm. Is all I have to say. It is in, it's incredible. When they, when they say 15 minutes a day, I'm calling the BS flag. Yep. Because I was spending, like, an hour the other day, and then the other morning, I had to, like, plagiarize my kindergartner's homework. Like, that's, that's crazy. I've, that's crazy. I've, I've done that. Yeah, I know you have. You've, I, I, you've completed projects for your child. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I built an entire BB-8 and said she read a book a book about Star Wars and then wrote her notes about how to give her book report. I, did I might have drawn the crab on the homework this morning she got an just to speed this thing along. And I, you know, she's like, oh, thanks, Mom. Thanks for making it look like I did it. And I, you know, awesome. I did, tr- I tried. Yeah, which was sure? kind of the, yeah. Which was the sad part. So, yeah, so I would say in general, kindergarten homework and, you know, new math. What's that? I don't get it. I don't get it. And you know, I refuse. It's garbage. I refuse to get it. I, 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 I am not the world's greatest mathematician. I can get by. It's fine. But if I look at this paper and they've got all these boxes and these ticks and like, if, like no, no, just, just add them together or subtract. You don't have to do all this. I mean, we had You're to memorize. doing this in life. We had to memorize. What is wrong with memorization? Nothing. I mean, I turned out like questionably okay. Uh-huh. You're, I mean, kind of borderline too. But, I'm all right. But we memorize these things. I knew my multiplication tables. You pull down a nine, you know, your your nine yeah. tables, or whatever. Like, I can't figure it out, and and I'm nervous, frankly, yeah. for first grade. <laughs> uh, first, so I have first graders. Yeah. Uh, first grader. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, it's it's more the same times two. So, yeah. but the, see, the kids couldn't do that math because it's the, the times two is not new math. That's yeah. No. So that's parents. Not fair. Let's unite because yeah. I can't. I can't no. do this. No more new math. No Let's more go back new to math. Old math. So yeah, that, yeah. I, can't. I don't even use old math in my. <laughs> and I have a career. I don't even use old math all the time. I know. You know what I use? A calculator on my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Simple math in my head. Yeah. Great. Let's do it. Anything bigger? My phone. It's fine. I'm gonna say I'm pretty good at percentages though. Yeah, that's fair. So you know, everybody has their thing. Yeah, I can spell like any word. Okay. And it works out. See if I've got the Google. Yeah. And yeah. Siri, of course, my children yeah. tell me. Yes. Just ask Siri. She knows everything. Uh, they uh, say, uh, my wife and my daughter say Amanda in the kitchen, so Alexa doesn't hear them. If they want to talk about Alexa, should we ask Alexa? They say, should we ask Amanda? You've got a lot of women in your house then. Yes, I do. And two of them are in the cloud. 
Yeah. I'm, Always listening. I'm, and, well, and then, then Siri on all the phones. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. Oh, wait. Is Amanda different than Alexa? Amanda's Alexa. Okay, right. Alexa, right. Yeah, so and Alexa then Siri. and Siri. So the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the two, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, those two are in the cloud. See, it confuses me, too. And I live there. So Often. we got to turn that off so they can not listen to you anymore. I don't care. That's crazy. It's the store. Oh, people. We are going to talk about the store. Uh-huh. Maybe we should do that next week. We can talk about the store next week. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But yeah. I guess, okay, I we'll get there. Because, I, I mean... All you have to do is say Amazon is inside your life. I mean, every aspect of okay, it. Okay, well, let that because we'll go there before. Yeah. Okay. So, what made you get halted by reading this week? Uh, just family out of town, so I had baby on my own. Mm. Um, which that's not a complaint. Yep. Please, I love being dead. Um, just a lot of work to complete. Adulting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just adulting. Okay. Um, I. I did find some extra time to kind of sneak away to read because I really wanted to read the finish the boy who drew monsters. Yep. But it was just it was just normal adult stuff. Uh, yeah. Home. Uh, she's on spring break, so no homework this week. Nice. Uh, my, my older kid. So that was cool. Um, but that also meant that she wasn't tired when she came home. You should have made her run laps. Yeah, I should. Um, that, that's, that's probably. Are you judging me right now? No, I'm thinking that you're a genius right now. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she wasn't tired, so she wanted to stay up till like, 9 and 10. And she wants to she's, – she's learning how to play a lot of games. She wanted to play Uno. Okay. Um, she wanted to play Harry Potter headbands because she's a Harry Potter fanatic. Sure. Um, none of these are complaints. Like, love that I get to spend time with sure. her. Uh, but by the time she goes to bed and all of a sudden it's 10 – I don't want to be awake anymore. No. I get up I get up at 5.15 every morning. Yeah. So, yeah, no. So, that's it. All right, make her run laps. Okay, she's going to run some laps. I mean, let's start them young, right? Okay, sure. Discipline. Tire them out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Fantastic. Good. All right. Okay. Well, this was fun. Yes. Yeah. Always. Thanks for nerding I, out and I, I, tell me about your books that I probably won't read. You'll, you'll read one of them. You think? Yeah, well, you'll read the... Uh, Boyhood Monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that. the other nerdy uh, galaxy book? Uh, no, I don't think no, you're it's anywhere. not for you. I yeah. think um, you would be interested in chapters of Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Um, I th- <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking you're, you're saying, saying pickles. pickles. Man, and now I'm hungry. That'd be worse. I'm always so, hungry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, no, that'd be worse. I think you'd enjoy chapters okay. because of just the human interest parts. And, yep. um, you know, since in both our jobs, we're in leadership roles, like, you know, treating people the way that mm-hmm. they need to be treated. Was that in your quotes? Uh, <laughs> I didn't lift my hands up at all. No. Um, virtual air quotes? <laughs> virtual air quotes. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so we're going to put all these on our Goodreads page. Yes, so we we'll can, put every book yep. on our Goodreads page. Yep. Um, I did start a Goodreads list. Um, I'll start a Goodreads forum okay. for everything. Um, this is our second podcast, and mm-hmm. we haven't been approved by Apple Podcasts yet. So mm-hmm. uh, for those who are still listening to the first one, here's the <laughs> second one. And so uh, we've recorded two. But by the time that you hear this, we should be on every major platform. We're on a lot of them already yeah. as of today. But So like us, left. subscribe, tell your friends. Do tell you your all the things friends. that we hear all the other people do that we don't actually know what it means, yeah. maybe? Like, yeah, tell your friends. We're going to tweet things. They said um, all the social medias. All the social medias. All, all the, the internet. Yeah, make some memes. I don't know. Do whatever. Okay. Do, 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 do all that. And just pick up a book, people. Please, just pick up a book. Yeah. Um, so that's it for us. That's so it. So you should always remember yeah. the book. The book is always better. Thank you. <laughs>